2020 to 2021, the year Broadway went dark. The year they shut off lights in all the arenas, theaters, and stages around the world. There were no more audiences. You couldn't go to a concert. You couldn't be on stage. You couldn't be performing. You couldn't feel the energy of a crowd. And while we mourned death and found ourselves quarantined in our homes, all along with our family or the people that we were living with, the creative community came through with a vengeance and saved the sanity and spirits of the entire globe. Dancers, singers, visual artists everywhere. We brought the world back together, one piece at a time. But what about us, our jobs, our future, our industry? We were left holding the bag like, what's next? What is the future of our dance industry looking like? How can we be ready for what's next? What can we expect? These are all questions my peers and I talk about often these days. And we're going to talk about today on this premiere episode of Industry Talk. Hello and welcome to Industry Talk, where we talk about hot and important issues, topics, and major events happening in the dance and entertainment industry. I'm your host, Luam, a creative director and choreographer in New York. So this past year was a tough year for everyone. For the first time, we all had to face our own mortality together and had to watch as we and those around us lost people close to us, just enduring all these really, really crazy health concerns and risks and practices and new rules while enduring the most challenging political climate of our time. And while all this was happening, it seemed like the artist community was particularly affected considering how everything we do is in the service of sharing with others. You need to hear us, feel us, see us live and in person. We want to connect with you, our audience, our our fellow artists. That's what we do is to be in person in real time. And that was stripped away. So in this era that we found ourselves in, we created a new norm. There were Zoom classes, there were virtual performances, there were virtual audiences. Everything was now no longer in person, but through your screen, whatever it may be, TV or phone. And all our performances and classes and sharing and dancing and moving and feeling and singing and doing was now done through this technological medium. However, is that going to be the new wave? What's going to happen from here on out? And now that we've had to do this in our new era of technology, what's going to change when we come back? Even when we come fully back, are there some remnants of how we've been doing things that's going to carry over? There's so many questions. It's just a new time. I myself am very optimistic about the immediate future of our industry. However, there's a lot of moving parts to it. So I wanted to have an in-depth conversation with other choreographers. Recently at the Monsters of Hip Hop convention, I got together with Kevin Maher and Calvit Hodge. Kevin and Calvit have both been on Industry Talk before and have credits four days with the biggest artists on the planet. Madonna, Justin Bieber, Britney, Camila Caballo, Rihanna, I mean, like forever. (laughs) Anyways, we always have wonderful conversations about life and industry, and I knew they'd have some great insight into this particular topic. And just a reminder, we're all wearing masks and socially distancing during this chat. So if we sound a little muffled at any point, we're just doing our best to be safe. All right, so let's listen in. All right, we're here at Industry Talk Live at Monsters of Hip Hop, the amazing Calvin and Kevin, legends, legends, legends. 
And this is just a conversation that we always kind of have on our own. So now it's time to share with you. And I wanted to ask you guys, right now we're in a very interesting time in the world and just in dance and entertainment. I think what I would like to know is what you think about where the dance industry is right now in this snapshot. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you think things are right now? Like, what do you see happening? Hmm. Well, there's like... Working and non-working. Jobs that are legit. And then like undercover jobs where you don't say anything and you just go with the flow and either do it or don't. And it's weird. And so I can't wait till everything becomes legit and, and rolling again where uh, there's something for everybody at all times. But right. right now it's a big job that's legit for the select few or a low key job that's not legit for whomever. And it doesn't feel like there's something for everybody. Yeah. What do you think, Calvin? I agree with that. Um, I kind of feel, I, to be honest, I don't know. It's kind of like in limbo. Um, like Kevin said, it's not much work going at yeah. all. But then it's the few people. If I feel like it's, if you're not on like Meg the Stallion, or it's like three or four jobs that's mm-hmm. running. And if you're not on those jobs, good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very interested to see where it's going to go because I feel like our actual industry, as far as like the professional dancers, I don't know how much they're working, but the social media era, era is getting a lot more displays during this time and I think it's also because everybody's sitting at home they have nothing to do so you get more eyes on on social media which I could that could be a good thing and I think could also be a bad thing in the long run but time only time will tell I agree with that like a lot of people join TikTok for the first time (laughs) yeah Yeah. I saw um, a friend of mine post her behind the scenes audition where she had to say how many followers she has on Instagram, how many TikTok followers she has, and then submit herself for the job. And it reminded me like, oh, all there is right now is the social media game. Mm -hmm. So I hope when things pick back up, it'll be based more off like the talent that's present than the popularity that's present. Right. Um, And some people are both like, the friend that I'm talking about, she's both. But if it's only social media, it's hard to tell if you're also capable of being holding you know, it down, holding it down on the yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I think we're all craving that, like that hard work on the job. We're all craving it, not just the, you know, the the face with the with the followers, but we're craving like we love the hard work. I do. You do, you do. A lot of us just want to get into rehearsal for a month and then get on stage for a couple months. And I can't wait till that comes back. Yeah, me too. And it's like, what I hear too is that there's still performances, right? We have BET Awards, Billboard Mm -hmm. Awards. Mm -hmm. We had like, I know Megan had the whole thing. Like there's all these different awards. And I hear dancers saying, well, how can we be a part of that? Like, what do you say to that when they say things? Like, or how how are they able to, do you think? I mean, there's no answer, was, right answer, but. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, when you find out, let me know. Because um, I'm not really sure, like, it's a thing. Like, right now, I'm like, 
And, and to be honest, I don't know if it'll ever get back to what we think is quote unquote normal as far as like being present because I feel like a lot of these major companies are saving money having people you like right now you have to do all the self-taping you have to make sure and there's so many different requirements when you have to send in these auditions via uh, doing Zoom and all doing your own self-taping so I'm not sure I feel like it's all it's in the mostly it's about capitalism. So if they're trying, and as far as when it gets past what we do, the higher ups they they're concerned about the dollars. So I don't know if it'll ever get back to us auditioning with five hundred people again. Maybe I'm a, a optimist, but I think it's the opposite. I mean, everything you're saying is right, but I also think as soon as um, it's clear, budgets are approved, money's rolling, and there's going to be jobs for everybody. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of think projects that were on hold that are now not on hold. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, you know things that are, are, are coming out at the same time because it's all just waiting for this window to open, and then everyone's going to have like so much work. I but, think the work is going to happen, but I think the way we get it is going to change. Do you think okay. it's going to change or it's going to become more mixed? Uh, mixed until... Because I feel like nothing is the same forever. So, Because yeah. even think about audition processes when, like, back in the day, they're completely different now. So... You mean like, so back in the day, it would just be like, show up here, 100, 200 people, duke it out. Yeah. Hopefully, you know the choreographer. So you don't think it'll be like that anymore? Because, well, even just from my perspective of me the amount of auditions that I did when I first got to LA versus when I was on the latter half of my dance career, um, most of the jobs were um, direct books or submission only. And I feel like for the most part, if, if I'm thinking about it now, there isn't that many major auditions like mm-hmm. they were even, I feel like before, even before I got to LA, people were having auditions what, three, four times in a week. Like that doesn't happen anymore. So. Do you think it's democratized a little bit, like, like the work is spreading out a little bit more right now, or and then it'll snap back to those like three locations, like New York, LA, maybe Atlanta, some other places, or do you think it'll stay kind of like? Because I just feel like people are starting to find talent in new places sometimes more new too. Hmm. I still think the hub will be the hubs. Okay. And then yeah. I mean it'll add, but I feel like the hubs will still be the hubs because where they film things like TV, LA, that won't change. Atlanta, that won't change. New York, that won't change. So as of now, I I think it'll stay. I agree with that. And I think like, I feel like people are realizing now the value of relationships. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like the people who are working is because the people who are hiring them trust them to to like really make this thing come to life, no Mm -hmm. matter what these conditions are, Mm -hmm. you know, because everyone's restricted in some way. So they're going to hire people that they can count on. And I feel like people are realizing, oh, my God, everybody's direct. But why am I not? It's like, well, what are your relationships looking like? That's you know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully, I feel, I hope that that continues after because that value isn't going to, it's weird because it's like people either go like this or then it's social media, which yeah. is a free for all. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? It's Ooh. like the whole gamut of but things. I think when a, a multiple amount of jobs come back in, then that's when you look past your circle of people you trust and people you love and you go, I need to find five people for this job tonight and I don't know who's available tonight, so I'm just gonna call the agents and figure it out. Or I need to find 200 people for this thing and I gotta have an audition. So I, 
I hope and I trust and I, I feel like um, as soon as things open back up, it's going to be a like cash flow and like we're all going to have five jobs at the same time <laughs> and we're all going to be like, well, I already put my people on these two. So now I got to find new people. people and all those people who are hitting you up saying, how do I get in? Those are the ones who are going to be on the third job of ours or the fourth job or fifth job. So yes, Kevin, I, <laughs> preach. I know it's going to happen from I, your mouth to God's ears. Yes. <laughs> no, I agree with you because I have just been speaking with people more in film and TV. There's so many productions. I mean, before LA kind of shut down again, mm-hmm. there was tons of like productions happening 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 yeah and i feel like there's a lot that are just like waiting to like unleash Mm -hmm. but what about music what about concerts what about live like yeah that's what i'm kind of like nervous about well i mean we heard like um live nation and aeg are trying to do like vaccination sites so we can have concerts in the fall or Mm -hmm. you know coming next year so as long as we can all hang in there for you know through summer, things are gonna start picking back up. But after they start picking back up, they're gonna like hit, and we're gonna be, you better be ready. flooded. <laughs> and we gotta be ready, and all the people gotta be ready, mm-hmm. and everyone's gotta be ready. So because how how do people get ready right now for what's gonna come? Like once everything. Well, you, well, it, first you gotta tell yourself what do you want, and then you gotta be ready for what you want. And do you wanna do Beyonce? Okay, well, is your body together? Do you have tricks? Cool. Do you wanna act? Do you wanna be a host like Nate? Do you? <laughs> You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to choreograph? Do you want to choreograph what, a TV show, whatever? So you tell yourself, what do I want? And then you prepare yourself for that. So. Do you not, think it's like a focus or do you think it's like a diversifying? You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like when you say, what do you want? Sometimes people like focus on the very, like their their thing. Like this is my thing. I'm oh, it's focus a focus. Like, okay, so it's, it's not a, a let me do everything. No, it's but a focus. You know what? It's crazy that you say that, that that's the issue now, but it's. If that's the that was the cheat code, it's always been that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always, always been, been that. that. That's like, like the rule focus. of manifesting. Yeah, you really. say, um, Alexa, play this song. You say, Universe, give me this job. You say, God, give me this job. But that's goals. But what about like? But that that's specific. Yes, that's what I mean. You, yeah. you, you don't get to say, Hey, God, give me all seventeen jobs that I'm okay at. No, you say, <laughs> Give me this one that I've been working hard at, and that's the one that is for me, and I know it's for me, and it's happening, and there's nothing that's gonna stop me. And then that's how you get it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's like acting like you already have it. Yeah. And then and then you and then it comes to you and you're like, well, yeah, I already knew I was gonna get it. I mean, I I <laughs> already, like mean? I yeah. 1,000% agree with you. You yeah. know, I'd like to play devil's advocate, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what if like on the road to get to that that foot, like this is for me? You know what I mean? You have to get there, and the road there, everything isn't that. So it's almost like you have to pass all these gauntlets mm-hmm. to kind of get to that road. How do you prepare overall? Self-awareness is more mm-hmm. important so you won't waste time doing things that isn't for you. And hopefully a lot of people spent time self-reflecting. So then that way they can kind of clear the smoke mm-hmm. and push out the things that don't make sense for them. Because when I moved to LA, I moved to LA a little, I was already a little bit older. So I, the little like stupid mistakes. 45? <laughs> No, I was 37. <laughs> I was 37. But the focus is for me to move, I already kind of knew what I wanted. Right. So 
what Kevin was saying, the focus, I already had it, but a lot of people started at a young age, so you're just all over the place, especially when you come and it's just like everybody's doing everything. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing everything. So hopefully this time made people self-reflect and like focus on what really matters to them and then prepare them so when it does open back up, they go straight to that and they won't waste time. I didn't know that, and the reason that's fascinating is because a lot of people could see you and say, well, he got there, he did this, that, and he just shot off. And you're like, no, no. do you know? Oh, no. Everything that you had to do before you get there is is not really visible. I always took the stairs, (laughs) even when when I didn't want to. Not the elevator? I always took the stairs. Even when it wasn't the smart decision, because and that, that sometimes could be a gift and a curse, you know. Like I always took the stairs. So, well, I've been in LA what eleven years. Yeah. Yeah, and only I feel like more. I was fortunate, but if I would have took some elevators instead of some stairs, things would have happened a little bit faster. But you know what? I wasn't sure. Right. But with age comes maturity, and your focus gets more direct. And then saying no is a little bit easier. So is it about, I love that, and and I think it's about not just saying no, but saying yes to certain things, Mm -hmm. and then doubling down. And I love what you said about being self-aware. It's like, how how do you, have you guys gone through that a little bit during this time? Like... Like, I know I have. Oh, I have a absolutely. Lot of I almost lost my mind. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I yeah. almost lost it, for sure. Yeah. For and sure. the focus is kind of like what helped navigate just kind of like where you are in some comfort level. Or you, Because yeah. I'm still going through it. I'm constantly like, it's like a mm-hmm. ship. Like, you're constantly checking your compass and re resetting it. You know what I mean? Like to... Yeah, I was reading like there's a pandemic wall or a quarantine wall or something. And people are hitting this wall now. Like, you know, when you run 22 miles, you hit the wall and you just got to run the rest of the marathon. And we're all hitting that wall now. And we question ourselves. We're like, is this what I love? Is this what I'm meant for? I'm good at so many other things. Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? But when things come back, you have to be ready for it. So if you want to try new things, try it now. You have time. If you want to you know, um, invest your time into what's to come, now's the time to do it. But for me, I reevaluated like my love with dance and I'm like no I want to give more to dance I'm not uh, it's not about like moving up or moving left or moving right I'm happy where I'm at I was happy before quarantine I'm happy now and I think I'm going to be happy when things get rolling again but I'm investing in my present moment more than um, thinking of what's to come and what happened then and why isn't this just be happy in your present and that's the best you could do right now I love that because I feel like right now we have less FOMO. Mm, yeah. <laughs> not There's no FOMO. I mean, we're here at Monsters. That's pretty fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I know for one last, 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 last question. I know a lot of people hit Zoom, like Zoom fatigue, like all of that. How do you keep that love for dance when it's hard to dance with people and with, you know what I mean? Like, how do you keep that going so that it can be ready when it's time? Well, I definitely hit the Zoom fatigue. I'm like anti-Zoom dance because um, I have sound issues. Like if I'm in the airport 
and I hear the airport music plus the music from the restaurant, like I go crazy. I can't cross the sounds and like the zoom delays and everything. It, it, it hurts me so bad that the sound's not right. But um, you know, if we gotta do it, we gotta do it. It'll pass, it's fine. And do you think it's okay to like take a little break maybe? Yeah, yeah, it's okay to say no to teach a zoom class. It's okay to, you know, I basically hit a, hit a wall where I'll do zoom for charity and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So if there's a charity event, I'm down. But if it's for money, I would rather not because that's not where my heart Same is. Here. Yeah, yeah, but if it's a, something else, but um, you know, I'd rather um, send choreography to friends or meet, you know, with the one person who, and we get tested and we dance together, or or be here in class, or or, or just wait, because my love isn't going anywhere. It's just the, it's just the, you know, impatience. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I feel like my love was challenged because I feel like for everything. Every good thing, every bad thing, dance is the answer. And this was the first time that I couldn't run to it. Because I I had so I was forced to sit with a lot of stuff. So I did evaluate. And I'm like, you know what? Mm, I don't know if I really care to do this like that. But then after I took the break, I took the break that I needed. And then I haven't stopped since. And like Kevin said, I would call my friends. I shot what three or four videos during quarantine yeah. just because I was just like I gotta get it out. I gotta get it out because that's my form of communication. I communicate with my body better than my mouth. So I was just like I gotta get out, I gotta get out. And I started to do that and it helped and it just now I wanna focus on helping people more. Like industry stuff is cool, like it's always been cool, but that's not really my focus as much. Like I love what I have, but like industry makes everything filtered. And then, and of course, because of certain demographics, then you have to adjust accordingly. But like here, I can, whether you like it or not, it's me. I get to give it to you all. Mm-hmm. And with me giving that, I give people the confidence to do that within themselves. Mm-hmm. So we can so we can create the next, whatever the next, like Bob Fosse is. Like we, we want to encourage that. So yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's yeah, so, inspire that. Yeah, we have yeah. to encourage it. We have to encourage it. And that and that's really what the goal is. And and actually helping dancers outside of the dance world. Because yes. that's what it's taught me. Like I, I I was fortunate enough to save my money and I was it didn't affect me as much, but like we have we talk about dance, we dance so much, but just like if anything this taught me is just like I don't wanna rely on the industry to decide whether or not I get paid ever again. Like, mm-hmm. Like, I want to do it, and I want to continue to do it, and love it, and not have to do it. So I was like, we need to be telling people about stocks, and what do you do with this money when you get off this tour and you made mm-hmm. 90 grand? And Absolutely. That's the, the direction. I never made so. 90 grand on a tour, FYI. I don't know what tour he was on. <laughs> <laughs> As more and more people are vaccinated, as more and more shows start to slowly come back, as the audiences grow from zero to 10 to 100 to 1,000 to 10,000 and more, we're coming back, y'all. We just have to make sure we're our best version of ourselves when we do, not just as artists, but as spiritual beings, as business people, and all of the above. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Industry Talk. I have a lot more goodies to come up in this new season. Make sure to like, recommend, subscribe, hit that subscribe button, and just stay tuned. Thank you, and see you on the other side. Thank you.